James 5.16 Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. All right. With Jeremy Brooks, I'm Barrett Fisher. We are uh, continuing to look at the one another's of the New Testament as we go through this Life Together series at church and has been has been a really great series to kick off a year. I mean, I don't think it has to kick off a year, um, but it's just been a great series for our church because as we're growing, you know, and, and all that, we want to be a church that is not a Sunday only church mm-hmm. that you're not just showing up to Sunday. You have kind of like multiple acquaintances, but you never really dig down into each other's lives. We really want to be a church that it, even though we're growing, that we uh, know each other, that we are known by each other, that we're getting in the community groups. And I mean, in a word, we're carrying out these one another's. Mm-hmm. And so this is, this is super, super important. I have been like very blessed. Actually, this verse was really good. And then I want to hear your thoughts, Jeremy. But this verse is really good. When when Jason preached it um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I actually went home and, and I'm not trying to toot my horn as a, as a father or leader of my house or whatever, but it was just so applicable that I got Joe Beth and the kids around and said, hey, let's just look at this verse. Confess your sins to one another, pray for one another. And so what did we do? We confessed our sins to one another and we prayed for one another. Uh, we confess our sins to one another and just basically like I opened it up and I had some, you know, some times when I was, uh, you know, we'll just say not living in the spirit, you know, kind of letting my anger get the best of me as a, as a husband and a father. And I confessed that to them. And then it was great because my 11 year old son, Eli, he also confessed sin that he had done towards uh, one of his sisters. And and it was mm. it was a beautiful moment. And then we prayed over each other. So that is like living out the one another's in a family. Mm-hmm. We also want to live out those one another's with each other at church, with a community group. Uh, so this is a this is a great, a great verse, very applicable. So Jeremy, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I love that like story because I mean when you read it, it's not that complicated (laughs) confess pretty straightforward your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed like now how that gets worked out we we do tend to like ask lots of questions about that Hmm. i mean i just love your example of like simply trusting the word of god like Hmm. he's saying that in the church you know if you read kind of previous to that he's even explicit james is even explicit in pointing out that like if you're sick you know, call the elders of the church. So there's kind of this assumption that this is all taking place in the life of the church, but like it's, it's not the most complicated thing. And yet it's so powerful that, mm. that as we, as we are humbly confessing our sins to each other, yeah, confessing that we're not righteous um, and praying for one another in those moments, um, the Lord exercises power through that to actually bring about healing in our church. And that's amazing. Right. And this this James 5 passage is in the context of like sickness. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is someone who's experiencing a physical sickness. They call for the elders. The elders come. They anoint them with oil. They pray over them. Uh, so it is in the context of sickness. I, I will say, though, if 
if and when you carry out this verse and you confess your sins to one another, you pray for one another, even like our little family deal, like we experienced healing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing. It mm-hmm. was like we all just felt better about our family because mm-hmm. it was just a it was just a sweet moment of how we had come together. We had put some things on the table. Hey, this I, this was not right that I did or I said. You know, my son said this is not right what I did. And then we prayed for each other, and it it was like a healing, mm-hmm. like there was a coming together of our family mm-hmm. in that in that moment. So, it the word proves to be true. Like there is healing that comes through confession and prayer. That's so good. And you know, something that Lizzie and I have even been talking about recently, just like, hey, you know what, we need to be praying with each other more. We need to get back in the rhythm of that. I'm sure that there's others, you know, who are maybe thinking the same thing with sure. their spouse. And sometimes though, maybe if you've been in that moment, you're like, okay, so like, what do we pray for exactly? Or how do we get this started? This is kind of a good like template here. Right. Why don't you guys confess sin to one another and, and pray for healing for one another? Yeah. It's a great starting place for family prayer. Well, and I'll, I'll, I mean, just to go a little bit into that confession thing, the reason it's, the reason it's so healing is because confession, true confession, mm-hmm. it requires a level of humility. Mm-hmm. It's just you come before someone else and you're saying, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This was not right of me. And you confess your sin. So it's, and I don't know, anytime there's humility that comes into a relationship, like there is some level of healing mm-hmm. that is there. Even if like healing is not needed in the moment, it's like maybe it's not called healing in that moment, but it's just like, it's so sweet whenever there's a humility that comes in in a relationship or relationships, and so uh, and, and confession always necessitates that. Amen. Amen. So I do want to I do want to just address real quick the second half of that verse where it says the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. This can be a confusing verse. Or it can seem like, oh my gosh, we have like this power to like control our prayers and like almost like, you know, superhuman powers or whatever. Any thoughts on that? And then I can, I can share a thought as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, breaking it, breaking it down a little bit, you know, we're seeing it's the prayer of a righteous person. So we always need to approach scripture as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. What, what do we know about righteousness from scripture? Well, first of all, I am not righteous in and of myself. I have received the righteousness of God through Jesus um, and through my faith in him. That's the only reason why I have righteousness that pleases God. But the amazing thing is the Holy Spirit actually like leads me to walk righteously hmm. uh, in as far as I walk in the way of God, the way that God's designed me to walk and in, in the things that he's called us to in this world. And so I think that kind of idea of righteousness that I'm not righteous in my own self, but I have the righteousness of Christ hmm. and that m- makes me acceptable before God to be in relationship with him. And it enables me to then walk in his ways, hmm. kind of gives me a, a new understanding of the righteous person. Right. And I think that helps lead into the, the rest of the verse it, in terms of prayer. Uh, okay. So it, it does. I do want to make a distinction. So we are declared righteous in Christ mm-hmm. and his righteousness is imputed to those who confess their sins and give their life to Jesus and follow after him. Uh, So that is true. There is also this sense of like patterns of sin in our life after that will quench the spirit Mm 
uh, Paul tells the church at Thessalonica in First Thessalonians 5, he says, do not quench the spirit. So we can quench the spirit in our lives. He also says to the church in Galatia, or the churches of Galatia, walk in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we're commanded to like, you've been counted as righteous, now walk in the spirit. And as you walk in the spirit, I mean, I, I have the sense that like, this is who James is talking about. The, mm-hmm. This righteous person who is continuing to walk in the spirit. And so, uh, w- when I see when I see this verse, I oftentimes go to First John five fourteen, which I th- I think is a great a great verse to kind of keep us on the right tracks in terms of prayer and how prayer works and all this. And First John five fourteen says, and this is the confidence that we have toward Him that if we ask anything according to His will. He hears us. And I would say that this is a huge part of praying is basically like our fallen will coming in line with the will of the father. Mm -hmm. And so as our, as our lives and our will comes more in line with the father, we begin to have the same desires as God desires. We, we, we are focused on kingdom purposes as God is focused on his kingdom's purposes. And so as those are in line, I, I think I think James uh, 5, 16 proves to be true that like as we pray, we there's great power that's working through our prayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes right along with Matthew 6. You know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's right. In heaven, everything is right. Everything is good. There is no sickness. Right. And the Lord, some, he gives us foretastes of that coming kingdom. Yeah. Even as we pray for healing here. All right. Well, great stuff from uh, James 5.16 that says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. For Jeremy Brooks, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.